By the powers of nature, command you freeze. By the powers of nature and Gale, must push back. Winds, aid me. Rivers, help me. Trees, protect me. By the powers of nature, I greater cure this body. Life energies, enforce me. By the power of the gale, must push back. By the power of the gale, must push back. By the powers of the gale, I greater cure this body. By the powers of the gale. Stop! Time freeze! There was a wall behind you there. So sorry, I'm just, yeah, my, that was my okay. fault, sorry. Um, sorry. Right, let's keep this uh, tight. Three, two, one, in. No, your ears don't deceive you. You are listening to the sounds of goblins, elves, dwarves and warriors in battle. But these men, women and halflings are not at war in Middle-earth, but in the more serene, picturesque surroundings of St. Anne's Park in Rohini, North Dublin. They are members of St. Anne's LARP group, who hold training sessions each week to train for LARP, or live-action roleplay, one of the fastest-growing hobbies in the world. I'm Rob MacDonald, and for the majority of my life I've been a geek, a dork, or if I was a bit smarter, a nerd. While I found solace in comic books, video games, and fantasy novels in my adolescence, the world of LARP has been one aspect of fantasy that I'm yet to dip my toe into. So, instead of dipping a toe, I've decided to jump head first. Down from the glen came the marching men With their shields and their swords Fight the fight, they believe to the right What is LARP? Well, that's kind of a complicated question, and one that's more difficult to explain than I would have imagined. I've heard a lot of simplified descriptions from cross-country pantomime to uh, kind of a cross between reenactment and improvisational uh, drama. Um, basically, it's you, you take on a character uh, you play within a set of rules and you it gives you a chance to play a hero, play a villain. It's quite hard to describe. It means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Okay. I would basically describe it as a game. Three, two, one, time in. Greetings, friends. It's a glorious day. I have worked it out. I've worked out the plan, the plan that we need, I need and you need, to finally bring this about. Uh, we... In Ireland, our group tend to, to train for it as if it was a sport. Um, other people can tend to turn up and just do the talking aspect and such like. And ranged against us are a ragtag army of puny humans, elementals, elves, pathetic vermin. In order to see a game in action, I've decided to attend Retcon an annual tabletop roleplay and card games convention held in UCD each year by the UCD GameSock. Naturally, LARP held a presence, and while there I met Yarek, a relatively recent convert to the world of LARPing. And how long will the game go on for? The game, this game will go on for about three hours, I think. But usual LARPs go on from um, 
the usual lab that I'm used to is 10 a.m. time in, meaning anything between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. in the morning, 2 a.m. in the morning, is you're in character. Okay, so you, you'd spend over 12... All day in wow. character, yeah, pretending oh. to be somebody else. And does a character have a specific name, traits, Yes, they have names, traits, backgrounds, history, uh, genetic trees, you know, it's... You're pretending to be a different person. Okay, and is that one continuous character throughout, or...? The thing is, with the system I play, you're only allowed to have one character at a time. You can't switch characters around, so... The character that you have, you keep playing that until he dies, or until you retire him. Okay. Her or him. So you're currently active character, what is their name? What are uh, their my character's Mindo, and he's in the Vipers, in Lorien Trust system. Okay. It's, uh, it's uh, a very... It's, it's the most popular system in England, I think. Okay. The biggest player base right now. And what race is that? <clears throat> he's a fae. Uh, the fae are the creatures of the dreaming, the spirits of the dreams and stuff like that. It's very hard to explain what fae are. Similar to fairies? Yes, very similar. Okay. Fairies are fae. The kind of LARP that is trained for in St. Anne's Park is commonly referred to as rubber sword LARP. They play a game that is run by a governing organisation by the name of the Lorien Trust. Think of it as the FIFA of LARP. The Lorien Trust hold events or mainlines several times a year. These are massive, weekend-long games of LARP, with numbers sometimes upward of a thousand. As many Irish players couldn't make it to England and wanted to LARP on a regular basis, the St Anne's Park group was formed and began weekly training sessions in Dublin. So back in 01, um, they tried meeting up to do tra training and have a bit of a hit around with the armour and the weapons. Uh, that was done in the Stevens Green. So, as the story is told, the police were called and uh, four or five cop cars burst into the park as well as helicopter support, whereupon everybody dropped all their weapons, except for one guy who this has apparently happened to before, who hit himself on the head with the weapon and refused to drop it, saying, they're just rubber. the moment I'm mostly in a Lorien Trust mo mood. Um, I play maybe eight games a year, um, that's eight weekends. I think I worked out last year, I spent about a month of the year playing my character. I found that players usually become attached to their characters and play them for a number of years. Brian Wilson and Aoife Brown, veterans of LARP in Dublin, told me a little bit about their relationships with their characters. My character in the Lorien Trust is a fire elemental by the name of Garrett. Um, he's the Grand Master of the Militia Guild. Um, my character's name is Maya. Um, she's a little unusual in that I didn't come up with her. Um, In-game, two characters a long time ago uh, got married in, during the game. Uh, a lot of people have a bit of trouble with that aspect of it, but because it's a storytelling, you know, as if you listen to any authors, they'll tell you how their characters develop a life of their own. Okay. During the game, the two characters fell in love and got married. A long time later, they commented to me, out of character, the people commented to me that they had written in a daughter in their background and that she was about old enough that she could be played. In the fantasy game, there's a lot of different species. The species that she is, she's fey, okay. age very quickly. I'm 26, she's not 26, she's five. After doing some research and learning about Yarrick and Brian and Aoife's investment in their characters, I decided to attend a training session with the St. Anne's group. 
If I'm honest, I was initially a bit worried about how self-conscious I'd feel running around the forest, chanting make-believe spells with a sword in my hand. But I went along regardless. I thought it was understood I'm going out to the woods to see Do you have any advice for me as regards going training? Um, go along and try it. Have an open mind. Uh... I, I mean, I absolutely love it, but I've been doing it for so long that I couldn't really not love it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a great way to meet lots of people. Uh, some people have been accused of the game being too cliquey and introverted, but it really is that we just want I mean, we want more people playing the game with us. We we just love what we do and want to share that with more people if we can. As I was a first time larper, I had to be given a safety briefing about the weapons and how the game works. But before long, I was running drills with a dozen other players. I unfortunately didn't do very well. More experienced players were faster, tougher, and more strategic in how they defended themselves, while I was toing and froing, unsure of myself, a bit like a child lost in a supermarket. I did eventually get the hang of things, and my platoon began to hold their ground. We used strategies, and we gained the upper hand. Just as the pieces were falling into place, an arrow from the bow of a more experienced player came hurtling through the air and struck me right in my... Let's just say I was glad those arrows were made of rubber. Even though my training session was cut short due to this unforeseen injury, I was amazed at how quickly I got into it and how easily immersed I was in the game. Any apprehensions I had previous were almost instantly replaced by the sheer sense of fun. But... In order for the game to be as immersive as it is, there has to be an element of threat and danger. Although rare, characters can die. Character deaths in a system like Lorraine Trust tend to be very, very emotional times. Mm. Uh, people get very attached to their characters. They've got a lot of a lot of history and involvement. Um, they're usually good. Like if you have funerals in game, they're usually quite quite tearful affairs for for all concerned. Today we gather to mourn the loss of our brother. Many, he was a brave and noble warrior. For others, he was a king, a traitorous ogre. Seriously, I mean, it's, if it's your character, you, you put money, time, effort, emotion into your character. If my character was gonna was just gonna die, I would be devastated because um, of certain things that I'm doing with the guy. If there is a funeral for someone, if if their friends get together and do something as a party to send them off it's it's usually pretty pretty emotional because you get i mean you get committed like invested in these characters you spent a lot of time playing them thinking about background getting equipment for them making making props and stuff a lot of people have sort of in-game romances or in-game friendships or or mates they have been friends with for years and years and years and you just find like if a big part of your life changes that's an emotional thing no mm. matter what what it is and when you spend so long playing your character you get the same investment i know people who have scratch made like long coats trousers armor weapons they've written beautiful letters or books that their character is associated with and when you leave all that behind that's that's a big thing when people lose Effectively a friend, albeit an imaginary friend in an imaginary world, it's still a big deal. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I've come close to death. It has been scary. Oh, really? Um, 
I was fighting in a, it was at night time, but I was in a brightly lit area with approximately 20 other people, 15 to 20. Um, and a number of monsters came in who were paralyzing people. And they paralyzed me and the people around me and grabbed me while I was still unable to move and dragged me off into the darkness behind a hedge. And none of the people that they had paralyzed happened to have been looking at me at the time and didn't notice me being dragged off. And all of a sudden, out of the 20 people fighting, there were 19 people fighting and me being dragged off in the background. Um, That led to a very, very interesting plot to hear about afterwards. It was actually rather odd for me. Um, I got kidnapped. There was a bit of personal role play towards me where there was a group of five monsters and me trying to deal with them and them trying to reach a deal with me. They wanted information out of my character while they went back and negotiated with my friends back at the party to say, we have her. Do you want her back? Are you willing to trade? What will you give us? Well, do they care? Do they want the character back? Are they going to deal? It was a very strange and a very scary experience. The most they got out of my character was her name, her age, what she could do. Uh, they kept pestering her for a name. It was, it was very creepy. They were unliving. They were ghouls. They had the makeup. They had the slashes where they had been killed and raised again. So they had the blood where you could see how they had died. And they spoke in very whispery voices. And they gathered around me and whispered. And they kept going, just give us a name, any name. It doesn't have to be someone you like. Surely someone insulted you today. Give us their name, turn them over. So it was very, it was very intense. This was all outdoors, in a woods, in the dark, with them gathered around me. Um, And eventually they kept saying, who will miss you? Who will notice that you're gone? We want a fae, because they specifically wanted a fae. And I told them that I was there with Garrett. Garrett was not a fae. I was there to be his bodyguard. He would notice that I was gone. So that was the limit of the information that they got about any other character. I found out later that the decision was made that a straight trade for trade wasn't reasonable, wasn't fair. Mm. You know, I'd gotten captured. There was nothing they could do about it. They weren't going to give up somebody else to get me out. However, later in the night, they managed to capture three other people and somebody sacrificed themselves to save all four of us. So I did manage to get out of it, but was for a long time convinced I wasn't going to. The more I got involved with the world of LARP, I began to notice that the camaraderie between players and the social aspect of the game is just as important as the competitive one. It's not unusual for relationships in-game to be entirely different to those outside of it. For over the last 10 or 11 years of Irish people going over to these events, we've all made lots of friends over in England and all have found different niches that we like playing. Okay. There's now Irish people in, say, four or five of the the ten factions and heavily involved in almost every one of the guilds. As such, we train together and we have fun together, and usually our characters will get on with each other or come to know each other quite well. 
uh, when I started LARPing, I didn't know anybody other than relatives over in England. When I started going over to events, I started meeting people at events and gradually got to know them. And through, you know, modern things like Facebook and stuff, kept in contact with them to the extent that now I could be anywhere in England and need help and I will have somebody that I know within driving distance of me. It is an amazing support thing. It's a very close-knit thing Mm. Um, and there are some amazing people out there. Um, And if you're in trouble, the friends that I've made over there, if none of them are around, there will be other people from the system and they'll say, oh yeah, she's a LARPer, she plays with the Lions faction. Yeah. She's sound. And they'll go, okay, we'll help her out. Mm. Out of character, outside of the game, I've made so many huge friends from it. And they all started by meeting their characters. Yeah. It does lead to a bit of a strange, a strange feeling the first time you meet them out of game. Where you realise that you've spent maybe four to eight weekends a year talking to this person. And all you know is their character. All you know is a face that they put on, which leads to a really strange in-between feeling as you get to know them. But once you get past that, everyone I've met through LARP has been really wonderful. Um, There's quite a bit of in-character romances. They have to be approached carefully. You have to be clear about them out of character but they can add a lot to the game if they're played well. Um, again, it depends very much on what the other person is comfortable with. Um, I'm actually in an in-character relationship. My character is in a relationship with another character. The way we play it, essentially, you know, the two kids on the school trip to the farm that keep picking each other buttercups and such... It's that kind of a a romanticiness. I like you, have a flower kind of level of it, which is amusing to play with. Because again, my character is quite young, his character is quite young. Um, And again, we're very careful about it. We both know each other out of character. You know, we check. This is okay. You're all right with this, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of fun. Are either of you in relationships outside of character? Uh, I'm in a relationship outside of character. Uh, oddly enough, I didn't get into the relationship until... The, the relationship in character has been going on longer than I have been going out with my current boyfriend. And again, I keep... Occasionally, I will check up with my boyfriend that he's all right with this. And it doesn't bother him. And it doesn't bother him. He's a LARPer as well. He understands. Oh, right. And he knew me before through LARPing. Uh, so he actually knew about the relationship again before he got into an out-of-character relationship with me. He already knew that my character was an in-character relationship with someone else. I knew before I began LARPing that I'd see more than a few confused expressions, and I'd get a bit of slagging from my mates. As I predicted, this happened. But I knew if I could put this all aside and approach LARP openly, I'd be able to understand why it's becoming more and more popular. Although it's convoluted and uninviting on the surface in some aspects, what I found is that, above all, it's just simply fun. It seems that LARP is the next logical step in the immersiveness of computer and online multiplayer games. 
And while the stereotype of the people who enjoy fantasy is one of a reclusive and withdrawn individual who stays up late under the blinking light of a monitor, LARP, just by being LARP, counters this idea. The game forces players to get out and get active and interact with characters from a wide variety of backgrounds. And while I was initially taken aback by how serious some of the LARPers were about the game and the lengths they had gone to make their characters as fully realised as they were, when you put your reservations to one side and embrace the game, the idea of running around dressed up as an elf with a rubber sword in hand doesn't really feel that unusual. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but if you're up for getting out of your comfort zone, having some fun, and meeting new people, then LARP might just be what you're looking for. People can get too serious about this stuff and say, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, a grand high king, I'm, I'm a noble lord of the Fae, and sound incredibly nerdy, but, you know, when you're talking to people who aren't as invested in the game as you are, you're just going to sound silly doing that. Yeah. It's, it's all about having fun and getting what you can out of it. It's having fun in a field, chilling out for a weekend and getting to do a bit of exercise. That's what I take away from it.